This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And now back to your regular programming. You've never heard less productive announcements. Heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. <clears throat> Great mic optics there. All right. Uh, Welcome two back to another episode of the... <laughs> <laughs> two sniffles before the official recording, and then a loud cough as soon as it kicks off. Yeah, ASMR radio here for the FCS Football yeah. Podcast. Uh, you're tuned into the FCS Football Podcast on the Belief Podcast Network and Hack City. Uh, at Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio, two former Rhode Island football players today. Not a lot of exciting things that happened uh, this past week, but... Sean, we got a little teaser. We're going to talk a little about it today. We're going to talk a little bit about it on the second show of the week. We got the trip coming up, Sean. We got the we got the trip coming up this weekend. Are you excited? It's well, it's just daunting right now thinking about daunting. packing and then the drive and then I have an idea for a creative project about uh, about something and Joe is not really on board because now that the stuff has changed, I'm still trying to figure out a way to get creative. What are you talking about? It's going to be a shorter about? drive with you and me in the car. Oh, it's oh, because be a little different. Yes, yes. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't want to have to fly five hours to DC and then sit in the car for five hours and then sit in the car for five hours back and then fly back. Like it was logistically a nightmare. I don't want to hear this, daunting. By the way, this would not have been this would not have been taking place had I had if if Montana State had won. And then I had to fly out there. You know how little uh, a bitching that I would be doing? No, that, that would have been. But the, the problem is it would have been difficult for both of us to get to Montana because it's it's logistically not easy. Who to, do you think it would have been di- more difficult for? Equally, both of us. It's it's in the middle of the country. It's not like it's f- it's further west, but it's still like relatively in the middle of the country. Okay. We would have both had to connect. If it, if it was, if we were playing, if we horse. were going to UC Davis, then that would have never happened. No one cares I understand. I understand. <laughs> Hype Campbell never would have happened. So let's not rule out any, any impossibilities here. By the way, I don't want to hear you say daunting when I have to wake up at 3 a.m. on Friday to get to the airport, and then I have to fly back on Sunday for a very nice early flight. So I don't, I don't want to hear daunting for you. Hey, five-hour drive is light work compared to the 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 two eight-hour trips I have to make. Yeah. Hey, Sean, can you just wake up super early on Sunday and then drive me to the airport? Also, I can take an Uber. No, 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 no need, no need. This is what friends are for. Are we friends? This is what friends are for. <laughs> All right. So for anyone who's wondering, what the hell are we talking about? So Sean and I are making the trip to Campbell this weekend. We are going to be at the game. We've got great tickets. We're going to be tailgating. We still have to figure out where we're tailgating. Uh, would like to get a recommendation on who we should tailgate with. We haven't had we had all these Campbell fans come out of nowhere and, and vote. But we yeah, haven't had now anyone offer them say like, hey, come Come drink with us before the game. Right now, it's now it's game time, and me and Joe are just gonna be. Look, I, I'll, if we get a case, we'll have a good time. That that's what I know. 
Yeah, is is the idea where because no one invited us to a particular tailgate, we should just go around terrorizing other tailgates? I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it. I mean, I'm not sure. It's a homecoming game, so it's it's probably it's going to be. I, I'm assuming it's going to be pretty packed. And there's tailgating. I haven't heard though. You can't tailgate or anything like that. So no, like awful Rhode Island rules. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure we'll be able to make our own fun. But it's always nice to roll up knowing that there's someone that you could meet up with yeah. if, if we start, you know, arguing with each other or, or it's a little bit of a rough morning, perhaps like it's nice to have some, uh, some new people to meet also yeah. that, that, that I guess kind of understand the show and what we are about. We'll, we'll just, we'll just find out which sorority has the best tailgate and we'll go hang out with them. Yeah. We'll that'll that. be great. Yeah. Hey, especially oh, for you. So has somebody stopped listening to this show? moving on oh oh no that's not true no 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 (laughs) you insinuating that is probably going to get me in trouble i am just wondering if somebody okay she still listens she still listens i didn't know if there was a breaking development because we hadn't we haven't had a conversation about it because it's been going i think there's no breaking development but now i'm probably gonna get shit for that comment so I was more worried about you. I want you to, you know, have a good time and, you know, maybe meet meet some nice girls that are in the. I, I don't even know if Campbell has sororities, but just trying to help you out. That wasn't for me. That wasn't for me at all because I know I, you're having you, troubles. You, you know what? I don't worry about my troubles. <laughs> are you not having troubles? I brought up just people, just walking around, meeting people, and you're the mm-hmm. one that has to bring it into the the, the sorority stuff. Just trying to make the trip fun. Just trying to make Mr. it fun, Mr. Fun, fun for you. Oh, I, I, you know what? This is a this is an FCS football podcast. It is not a we're, we're, an air out Joe Joe podcast. We're we're excited to go to Campbell though. Is the uh, the the premise, and that is the point. Um, and it's going to be a fun trip. I'm excited, even though I'm not going to sleep the whole weekend. It's worth it. Sure. It's going to be fun. We get to watch some football. Well, you can sleep on the plane. I don't sleep on planes. It just doesn't. I, I'm, it's tough with me, also. Mm. I, I can all, probably hard for you because, like, this isn't this isn't a fat joke, but like, I got yes, it's yes, probably really hard to to be comfortable in your in for your size. Here's what it is: I can fall asleep like as soon as I sit down in the chair, like mm. you know, I just tilt my head, and then my neck starts going going stiff, and I hate the neck pillow stuff, and the, the, mm. the I don't like that. So then it becomes a situation of I'll fall asleep for the. 35 minutes before we're in the air and then as soon as we're in the air i'm just like okay well i guess i'm wired now i got my power nap before a three-hour flight this is awesome i i'm completely reversed by the way this is just to wrap things up with this i i waited too long to book my ticket and just it's probably makes sense why this happened and it, it serves me right for this to happen but i have to connect which already sucks but all four flights i have middle seats oh the only seats what, what that airline? I can get. What airline? Yeah, it's United. Okay. You, oh. The ticket was Southwest would have been better than because uh, I don't I, like I, Southwest. I, I love Southwest this, because I don't, I don't know if they're I, flowing into there. I think I, I didn't see any Southwest flights. With Southwest, I always have a chance mm-hmm. if I'm in an early boarding group where people will because it's it's no assigned seats, it's assigned boarding positions. So I have the opportunity to get in my seat. And I've, if I'm like the first person in the seat or the second person in, in the row, to get as big as possible, so nobody <laughs> scare wants away to as next many to people. Me. Yes, yes, yes. See, I'm not big enough, and I'm even smaller than I used to be, where I can't even do that. But 
you should just be like picking your nose on the plane. Just, just just try to have nobody sitting next to you. <laughs> that is that is the goal. Middle open middle seat. I know you. Oh God, you better hope somebody cancels. It is. Uh, it is. It is it is uh, very good advice from Sean. We got a message from Chad, and I'm just very distracted by it. Yeah. Would we focusing on this week, the strength of schedule and remaining schedule, and the current top five in the face? I don't know what he's trying to say to us, Chad. I'm not going to respond to you. Um, at least not right now. All right, we've got Elon Richmond to recap. A couple other things that we're going to recap before we do, though. Sean, I I had a very good week for my mental health. Uh, I. Didn't bet this week, and I'm going to get back into it this upcoming week. But awesome uh, way to sell the product. Go? Awesome <laughs> way. That's how you do it. That's how you really convince people but to say I, it's mentally there was, healthier. There was, for me, there was, for you to there was some serious FOMO, I will admit, because there were some bets that I wish I made that I would that would have hit. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. Your boy made some money this weekend. Oh, you finally won some bets. The Joe DeLeon uh, critique of of the Sean Anderson parlay system of. I just need to do this once a week and then I'll be good. Uh, it, did it work? It, I did not make the big, the big boy parlay like eight legger, but I hit a five legger last night in Sunday night football. I had a couple other good straight bets over the weekend. So you're, it, it was a good weekend betting. I'm not officially calling it a heater. I can't do it yet because I'm not really, really heating up, but basically paid for my food this weekend through, through gambling, which I'm happy. Oh, about. And knowing how much I will put down for, on a, for on you, a that's a lot. Yes. That's an that's an expensive endeavor. Any food for I, for you is. Why don't I just set it up for the tea for you? All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, in case you haven't already noticed, football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends as far and as your continued source for all of sports wagering info. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Head to Bet Online at eight dot eight at BetOnline dot ag to join and receive your 100 welcome bonus with your first deposit make sure to use the promo code believe b-l-e-a-v to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts thank you sean yeah of course all right stuff that happened this weekend um elon beat richmond in what was a very close game game that went to overtime if i believe that's correct and we ended up having a like we talked about a quarterback duel it was a duel between it wasn't it was it was a battle between these between these two guys and the the one thing that popped up on my feed was the matt mckay throw that he had i think earlier in the game which was just a really nice ball by him um but nonetheless the caa is continuing to heat up and you even threw in here that nine teams are over 500 in the CAA. And this game, I think, epitomizes that competitiveness in the conference that we've got right now where anybody can beat anybody on any given week. And this week, the the big dog that's getting talked about and that's getting the run is Elon who beat Richmond. And then there's going to be somebody else next week. I do have to say I did steal that number from Craig Haley. I will always admit when I steal from him, which is often. Uh, But what we saw in this Elon Richmond game and what we're seeing in the uh, the CAA now is more playoff capable quarterbacks. Reese Udinsky, playoff capable quarterback. Matt McKay, playoff capable. Uh, Nolan Henderson from Delaware, playoff capable. Kasim Hill, playoff capable. Mm. This is what we're seeing in the CAA. Guys that can throw the rock. Who's the who's dummy from Monmouth with the great name? Uh, <laughs> dummy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tommy Musket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playoff capable. 
we have, I'm sure uh, that Musk is going to love but, that you but, called you know, him a dummy. But it's just, you know, he doesn't know. But but the CAA might have the best quarterback quarterbacks across the board in the FCS right now. Now, mm-hmm. don't, don't they're they're going to come in groves or droves, and they're going to tell me about the quarterbacks in the in the Big Sky and, and the Missouri Valley. Okay, but what we're seeing right now in the CAA is teams that are being led by quarterbacks. Not teams that are being led by defenses, not teams that are being led by fullbacks, but quarterbacks. And if the quarterbacks show up, they win the games. So I am uh, high on the CAA and high on the quarterback uh, competitions as it keeps on going down uh, down the stretch of the season. And I, I stand by the thought that the CAA collectively has the best quarterbacks in the country, like uh, like in terms of depth. Like in terms of the amount of guys that they have, yes. I don't think there's another conference in the FCS that has as many good quarterbacks. Now, there's other conferences that have higher level guys, but we're talking about from a team to team across the board, best quarterbacks. You you just rattled off like a bunch of guys, and I think we could pinpoint other guys on different teams in the CA that you didn't sure. mention. The talent level is unreal, and they can get any transfer on any day, and that's where a lot of these guys came from. It's um. It's a strong crop, and I, I don't really recall – when JMU was in the CAA, they always had a guy that could play quarterback pretty well. They always had a guy that could manage the game and then make some big throws because they had faster receivers and receivers that could get open and receivers that could hit jump balls. You, you, you never really sat there and thought, oh, that's a really great quarterback. But then at the same time, you're like, oh, that's a really good college quarterback, and that's what we're seeing within the CAA is a bunch of really good college quarterbacks, probably no draftable guys, probably no guys that are going next year and then – Maybe he'll get some invites to the combine or to the senior bowl, whatever. But right now, just be happy that you have a good college quarterback. And if your team keeps on rolling with him, you're probably going to win some games and you'll have a better setup winning a game when it comes playoff time in December or January, whenever it is. Uh, so another thing that was in the headlines, Montana State wins their game against UC Davis. But Sean Chambers had himself a performance. I will let you read his stat line during fat stats. Thank you. It begs us the question now, is there maybe a quarterback controversy because of the performance that Sean Chambers put up for Montana State while Tommy Mellett is out with an injury? And I would argue that that performance is enough to beg the question. And Chambers comes from an FBS background and is more than capable of leading this offense. I think you still go back to Mellett. You, st- you know, you still go back to him when he comes back from the injury. You don't want to do that to your, to a guy who was a starter and a high impact player last year. But the thing that now happens is if Mellet starts to look, look slow and he's having issues, I think you can't waste any time and you have to flip the script to go right back to Chambers and then ride him out till the end of the season. That's the thing where this, this current situation is sitting. Interesting. I did not know that's where you were going with that. Here's what I saw from this game. I think that this is a performance that Tommy Mellett could have put up. Also, we've seen him be oh. a very capable rusher. We've seen him evolve as a passer. So a two a two hundred two hundred. Not going to spoil it at all if you haven't seen the stat lines yet. But two hundred two hundred and some touchdowns. I don't think that is something that Mellett isn't incapable of. I think it's something he could have done. Uh, obviously, Montana State just had their way this weekend, and they were rolling offensively. But you play the hot hand, Joe. You play the hot hand. Well, the the right. That's very true. And the, and the issue that we now have with Mellet 
Malat, however you pronounce it, I'm never going to get that right. He is the easiest name to pronounce, but the spelling is not indicative of the pronunciation. I've, I've messed sucks. up. I've messed up the Morat or Demorat every oh time I've out. Too many names to remember. Yeah. But besides the point, he's had a like a lot of issues getting injured, and sometimes there's just those guys that can't stay healthy. And I know it sucks to say, and I, I don't want to say like you just give up on a guy because he's injury prone. But if Chambers is is who is available, and if Malat takes a long time to get back into a rhythm, I just think you can't waste any time is the other thing too. Like you're talking about ride the hot hand. That might be just keeping in Chambers because Chambers is a good stepping in. Why does Montana State keep on having a guy waiting in the rafters that comes in and just executes the offense just as good as the guy before? Why do they keep on doing that? They have a criminally underrated quarterback development oh, program there. Uh, I, I think if we're talking about, is, I'm looking, I'm looking back to last year's playoffs. When, when yeah, it's, a, it's a very, it's a very quarterback friendly system for guys that are good athletes. And that's yes. what we have here circumstantially. So you just need to be a, a above average quality athlete and you're going to step right into a rushing offense that is going to allow you to thrive. I think that that's a little bit more. I give more credit to the Montana state coaching staff than I do for the the development of quarterbacks and the quality of quarterbacks that are on the roster. That's such a nitpicky back uh, a, a counter that you just had to a, to my statement that you're giving <laughs> it to the, to the scheme and not the quarterback room development. How oh, you're irritating. You just need to my evaluation. You, you just needle. People like needling. I, I'll say this. I said it last year in the mm-hmm. playoffs. I was going to be concerned about Mellet. Because he's not a big, tall, yoked quarterback. I said he does not have pipes on him. He does not. And then somebody sent us a picture of of his of said pipes. <laughs> look, uh, you can look like Tommy Mellet and play quarterback, and then, but that would that would mean your game is more pocket restricted. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have big big guns. Jalen Hurts does. Jalen Hurts is out there toting the rock. Aaron Rodgers is mostly. Staying in the pocket. Look at his pipes. It's different. Montana State can't keep on sending guys out there that can't run the ball 30 times a game without getting hurt. I love the the unique analysis of evaluating arm size. I, I, I'm not like that's not even like a dig that like I actually kind of like that because no one ever takes that angle. Everyone why just, would they? They're all they're all too busy reading their analytics. Yeah. I'm, I'm the every man. Screw you, PFF. <laughs> Uh, Sean, Missouri State was the darling of the month of September, and they finished the month in a not very compelling fashion. So what I'm referring to is the hot start for Jason Shelley and all the games that they played, and then they look good against Arkansas, fall flat on their face against South Dakota State, and they've done it in back-to-back weeks, losing to North Dakota 48-31. to North Dakota continues to establish their dominance and why they deserve more recognition. But are we out on Missouri State? Because I, I, I kind of am. I, I, I propped them up too much. Okay. Out. I'm out. I'm out. You're out, out on them. You're out. Out. You need to beat North Dakota. North Dakota is a good team, but that is a playoff matchup. This is a matchup that could happen. In the playoffs. And now we are in October. This is when I can start thinking about this more. Instead of just, okay, everyone's still getting settled in. You're settled in. Out. I am out. You need, and I don't, 
what am I, a Missouri State fan? No. But if you if you have you can't really bounce back more, they I'm out. They needed to beat North Dakota for me to be in on them and see them as a viable figure in the FCS. I don't disagree with that. They shouldn't be ranked, and I keep seeing them in too many rankings. Uh, it was it was commendable how they played against Arkansas, but to lose in this fashion in back-to-back important games in your conference, no. No, they don't deserve to be ranked, and they have a lot. They have an uphill battle to recover from this, a huge uphill battle. It is going to take a lot for them to recover the, from this in terms of how we're going to view this team. So, no, I'm, I'm completely out. Uh, Sean, the... The Salukis. I have I have now been dragged into this further. So my hex that I placed on them that was acknowledged by Reddit FCS uh, is no longer effective for SIU, for Southern Illinois. They have bounced back. They have won three games in a row, and they beat Illinois State, in-state rival Illinois State. The sock Lukies is what they've been described as. The, the hottest new mascot in the in the FCS. I love that. I love that. Bit. It's really and great. It's really great. They, I'm. St- I, I don't like giving them run, and I really hope that their social team acknowledges this. But I don't. I have no idea. Again, I don't care for their <laughs> their media relations department or, uh, you know, any of that. After being stood up for that for that interview by Coach uh-huh. Nick Hill. I'm still rooting against him. I'm still actively rooting against him as much as possible. But here's your your two seconds of fame. You're, you've won three straight games since the since the uh, the, since my hex hex was placed on them. Okay, so we're calling it a hex and not a curse. They are two different things. No, here, they're not. Yes, they are. Is that some anime shit? The reason why you know that? No, no. But how do you know that? I don't know that. I don't know the difference between them. Well, you said it was a curse at first. That you said it was a hex. What's, so you obviously changed what, it. Here's the thing. Here's They're the thing, Joe. Synonyms? What's Your, the difference? What's the are, difference? They're synonyms. Uh, What's the difference? <laughs> look, you were so high and mighty through two weeks. I loved it. I loved it because I said, "Well, here comes the pitfall." I'm, I, I, I was angry with you because you were just, just Johnny Ego. That's who you were. Johnny I have this Ego. power, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep uh, SIU from losing. You can't from winning from winning. Pardon me from winning. Yes. You don't have that club in your bag. All right. You're not prime mad dog Russo and you're not prime. <laughs> Princess. They, they had the ability Who says I can't be, you don't have that club in your bag right now. And it makes me happy. I have become an SIU fan this year because of your arrogance. All I'm saying is show up for an interview when you tell me that you're going to take one. That's all I, I understand. Have to say. I understand, but they are a hot team. I'm getting in on the bandwagon. I have started the bandwagon, and I'm you didn't start the bandwagon. The Reddit FCS guy started the bandwagon. Stop it! I'm ba- I started in week one. What are you talking about? Well, okay, there we find evidence of that. What do you find evidence? When I, <laughs> I when know, I was, you, you said it on the show. I know. <laughs> look, everybody's welcome on this bandwagon. Joe, you you included. You can join if you want. No, no. I'm extending. No. What's the my opposite hand of a bandwagon? What's the, what's a bandwagon for haters? <laughs> I don't know. Hate the train. Hate, the hate train. Yeah, hate uh, train. I like that. Train. All right, well, get on the hate train if you agree with me, uh, Sean. Last thing that I want to I want to acknowledge here. So you put down, and I looked them up while you were talking earlier. Yale unveiled throwback uniforms that they're wearing against Dartmouth. Yeah. 
And these are the ugliest, worst, goddamn awful uniforms I have ever seen. And we've seen some horrible ones, like the UL Monroe ones that were camo. Yeah, those stuff. The, the Florida Gator ones. They have decided to so aggressively, like this is up to par with, was it Wisconsin who did the long sleeves? You know what I'm talking about? But like, might have, look, these uh, Yale uniforms. What? Those are so bland and just they're they hideous look like practice, they look like practice jerseys they look like practice jerseys from when they started which is I, that's their intention it's we're going back to the first year of yell football or whatever going uh, back to our roots they're hideous and they if, might be the they might be the worst jerseys of the year this year so if you're far. gonna go back to your roots i want to see you with a leather helmet on or no helmet and i want you to line up with the guys across from you otherwise the uniforms don't work. It's a disgusting they uniform. They already Gross. had one of the most bland uniforms in college football. And yes, this is, I don't know how you make bland more bland. And they somehow managed to do it. It was, uh, well, I, I don't really feel anything towards Yale. I've felt things towards Princeton in the past. I've felt things towards uh, Harvard, definitely towards Brown, towards Harvard, uh, towards uh, well, some of the other Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that cup stand in Kingston. And then, oh, did you see uh, somebody tweeted that's been uh, one one full class at Rhode Island has gone their entire careers without losing the cup. That makes me so happy. I yeah. hate Brown. I hate, hate Brown. Brown. Hate their tiny locker room. Hate everything mm-hmm. about the, the the hill on the field. That stupid bell. Uh, they're they're ridiculously <laughs> tall stands for nobody in them. Don't like them. Don't like Brown one bit. But uh, Ivy League sucks. Uniforms. This is yeah, this is an anti Ivy League show. This is that's <laughs> yeah. that we maintain that. Um, all right, Sean, fat stats. What do you got for us? All right, not a huge week for the quarterbacks. All right, this was not a a this was not a very fat week for the FCS. Oh, I did my research. Everyone's I on found, a diet. I guess so. I guess they you know Halloween's coming up. They're trying to fit in their their costumes a little bit better here. Hmm. But we'll start it off here. Holy Cross wide receiver Jalen Coker, 10 receptions, 166, 166 yards, one touchdown. Not super fat, but 150 plus and a tutty. I'll put you in there. Here we go, Joe. Oh, early runner here. Uh, v- Villanova wide receiver Jaron Hayek, five receptions, one hundred 159 yards, four touchdowns. It's pretty fat. I'll give him that. Four touchdowns on, on five of your receptions? Yes. Pretty fat. Pretty fat. Richmond wide receiver Jacob Harris, 12 catches, 174 yards, one touchdown. Now, Sanford running back Jalen Thomas, five rushes, 104 <laughs> yards, three That's touchdowns. That's hilarious. That's 20 fantastic. yards a rush. That's hilarious. And that, that, is, that might be it. That might be it, but continue. It's 20 Sorry. yards a rush. But Hayek Joe has, what is that, 30 <laughs> yards a catch? I, I get that, but the fact that it's, I don't know what's so funny about that to me, but for like a for a receiver, it's easier to do that than it is for a running back. Oh my for goodness. five carries for 104 yards, because it like it requires a lot more. Like you're not, you could catch like a really deep pass, and that you know be a good Hayek's, chunk of yards. I think Hike's long was like 46 yards to start at the line of scrimmage, though, Sean, and to pick up I all know, of those yards yes. on five carries and three of them are touchdowns is. Uh, uh, is bonkers, but sorry, continue. May I continue? No. Thank you. South Dakota State running back Isaiah Davis, 27 carries, 199 yards, and two touchdowns. 
That's your guy. It's a pretty good line. William Mary running back, uh, Malachi Imo, 21 rushes, 120 yards, three touchdowns, three touchdowns. It'll get you on fat stats. Portland State wide receiver, uh, Mateo Talamot. God, I practice it. Tala Limotu, three catches, 106 yards, three touchdowns. Three catches, three touchdowns, Joe. Hey, pay attention. I'm paying attention. You're not. Montana State quarterback Sean Chambers rounds out the list. 18 rushes, 203 yards, three touchdowns running, and then 31 or th- 13 for 21, 227 yards passing, and two passing touchdowns. The, that's total, the stat. That is 450 total or 430 total yards and five yeah. touchdowns. That's the stat. Uh, for that many yards, five touchdowns, passing and rushing, Chambers gets it. You're locking in with Chambers? Yeah. All right, let me let me highlight you in here. I don't know if I'm going Chambers. I'm going Hayek from Villanova. Four touchdowns receiving. Yeah. I'm taking it. I'm taking lame. it. I'm sure it's lame. I'm sure. Um, Sean, any closing thoughts before I wrap us? Stop putting me in Twitter threads, Joe. Everyone, every time that anyone gets into a Twitter thread, please. It doesn't even have to be FCS related. Stop doing it. Tag Sean. Please tag Sean. Sean gets lonely and he just wants to hear from everybody. Please. Please. Hey. I would like a thread on how good this episode was. Hey, you, you you're being funny. You're trying to be funny right now. Stop. But you know our you know you know our listeners are gonna actually do that. Stop putting me in threads, Joe. They can do what they want to do. You, you, you stop doing that. I'm I just don't want you to miss out. Okay, okay. to be fair. I was put into a thread that I didn't want to be in. So if I'm in a thread, I don't want to be in. That's not how this works. No, no, no. no. You enjoy your thread. You enjoy your thread. I don't want, I am not a part of that. Nope. Nope. Uh, At Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio. Trip coming this weekend. We've got some content planned. Uh, Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, Hack City, and the audio feed, which is also titled Hack City now. And we'll be back with a preview episode very soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.